find out what's making you sick and how to heal. Anthony William is the medical medium. Hello, I'm Anthony William. You're listening to the Medical Medium Radio Show, where each week I talk about the most advanced healing information and secrets about health, much of which is not found anywhere else and is decades ahead of what's out there now. As I've always said, who has 10, 20, 30 years to wait for answers on PCOS, polycystic ovarian syndrome, or anything, just waiting for answers on anything. PCOS is the topic today. It's a great one because it really showcases how research and science doesn't really know anything. And I say that because they really don't when it comes down to PCOS. They might know something about how, you know, a rocket ship can get into outer space, okay, (laughs) so a space shuttle and a space station. You know, we got that kind of technology. And and quite honestly, that technology is probably way behind compared to where it would be actually at this point. I mean, to the bottom line, or where it's supposed to be going. When it comes down to chronic illness, though, research and science falls short. I mean, really flat, really flat. I mean, don't get me wrong. Research and science is, in in fact, amazing in so many different areas, especially especially in medical technology, as far as medical technology is getting better and better and better. And it's still still far, far behind in so many ways, but, but yet it's advanced, too, and I respect that. I mean, you break your leg. You break your leg. They're putting bones together better than they ever did. I mean, you know, you get into a car accident, something happens, you get hurt. And there's really some some good medical technology today. It's way better. They just don't take two boards and slap it on your leg and tie rope around it and hope you live or who knows dies. So, you know, it's not 1850, but, you know, so we're in a better place there without a doubt. And, and you got to have a lot of respect for that. And... There's some incredible surgeons, too, incredible surgeons. Seriously, they save lives, save lives all the time. Um, There's some great internists, some great MDs out there, great medical doctors, great functional medical doctors, too. There's there's a lot of great, 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 great doctors and, you know, great ER ER doctors, everything. And and don't don't forget about the nurses, actually, because um, there's just so many. We're blessed to have the nurses that we have in the industries. And all this is incredible. I, I don't want anybody to think I lose sight of any of that. So if you're new to the show, but look, we have to be honest and we can't be in denial. We have to be honest. We have to be truthful. We have to be we have to be straight up truthful. I mean, this is no joke. People suffering is no joke. And and where we are with PCOS is really, really sad. Frightening sad. Chronic illness chronic illness in, in science and research with chronic illness is disastrous, including any chronic illness. Any chronic illness. Science and research is disastrous. Just anything. Pick anything. Pick Alzheimer's. Pick dementia. Pick anything. You can just randomly go ahead and pick something. It's disastrous. Just, just so you know, just so you know, you can pick lupus, pick anything, RA. It's just all of it. Not only, not only is research and science and even doesn't even know what causes anything out there. Really, doesn't cause anything, and, and they and they throw it into genes, and you know, which is what we're going to talk about PCOS, and they throw it into the body attacking itself theories. And just just to distract us because they don't know what's going on because it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing at this point because you have to understand there's a tremendous amount of prestige and money and money and prestige. (laughs) I'll say it over and over again. 
and that money and that prestige and that schooling and that that arrogance doesn't want to actually be mocked, mocked because it doesn't have a true answer for PCOS. It doesn't want to be mocked. The industries don't want to be mocked and the people in the industries don't want to be mocked. They don't want to be mocked when they don't have an answer for lupus. They don't have any real answers for anything. You know, I'm just picking random, random illnesses. But the point is, they don't want to be mocked. That's serious. I'm talking, I'm, I'm, I'm serious about this. You have to understand this. It's all about, oh, how many studies and, oh, I've been involved in peer reviews and, no, oh, I've graduated to the best top of my class and the best medical universities. I've gotten everything else. And, oh, no, no, uh, PCOS, oh, it's, 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 it's genes. It's genes. No, uh, but lupus body attacking itself. It's autoimmune. Uh, uh, RA, that's autoimmune. Uh, uh, genes, and it's genetic too. Because if you don't have an answer, you don't want all that you did, all that you worked for, all that you have, all that entitlement, all that whole thing with bureaucracy in the medical world. You don't want all that mocked and laughed at. So it's better to just throw it on you. It's your fault. You got faulty genes. And that's just the way it's going to be. Guess what? That's not the way it's going to be because that's not the way it is. And that's not the truth. It's not about genes. It's about not knowing what's wrong with someone is what the truth is of what's happening in chronic illness and everything else. So you have to understand something. We've got tremendous respect for science and research, which, by the way, is, is all theories because that's how it works. They, they, they have a theory. They have a theory. They base the theory. It's not about math. It's not like accounting where the numbers come out right, and that's it. It's concrete. you got the numbers and the numbers. That's not science. That's not science. So science, science is just a theory. You work off the theory, and you hope an outcome goes your way so then you can publish that outcome and make the investors happy. Really important to understand this because we, we, walk around, we walk around blind to how it really works and what's happening, and then we shoot our mouths off like, oh, oh you know, hey, uh, those medical medium books, they got no science in them. Oh, no, no, no. It's all science. If you read the medical medium books, it's all science. It's undiscovered science. And it's truth about what's causing illness. And that's what it is. And it gets people really heated up out there, too, I notice. It gets some people heated up. When you're healing tens of thousands of people through the words from spirit, to hundreds of thousands of people and millions globally through these books that spirit puts out there, and people are getting better, and their lives are turning around. It really pisses people off out there. It pisses them off like you don't even know, because the truth is no one's really supposed to get better. That's why we, the world is getting sicker and sicker and sicker, because it keeps the industry going, and it keeps the dollars going, and it keeps the wheel going around. And you have to know that that's the where they, where they really want it, actually. And science and research doesn't really want to go in the right direction with chronic illness, with chronic illness. The doctors do. They want to, but they don't have control over it. A lot of the doctors and lab technicians don't have control over it. I know. I talk to them. I talk to them. I talk to lab technicians. I talk to doctors. I talk to a lot of people. I talk to a lot of high-profile people all across the globe. I've worked with a lot of extremely, extremely high-profile people globally. And I know how the industries work. And so when it comes down to PCOS, this is a prime example. This is a real prime example of ignorance, arrogance, entitlement all put together and then women suffering with no answers. And the answers they have are, are absurd and insulting and not only insulting, ridiculous and utterly wrong. And that's how it works. So, you know, hey, man, I just I can't say enough about all this. 
It's really frightening. It's disappointing. And it's disheartening and sad. And so we're talking about PCOS today. So if you just tuned in or something like that, and and uh, if you just tuned in, listen to the show on a replay and just listen to the beginning of the show. It's important. Everybody needs to know how it works. They need to know how it works. And if, as far as about this show and how it works, it's the only show there is in the medical field, alternative and conventional, that doesn't have repackaged or recycled theory made to sound like a new understanding of PCOS or any illness or disease in this show. The information here doesn't come from medical interest groups. The information here isn't contaminated with medical funding with strings attached, botched research, investors investing in a guy to have an outcome to make the investors happy so they better come up, so the thumb gets pushed on the scale so that we all get cheated and chronic illness goes nowhere. That's why we're getting sicker and sicker. Lobbyists, medical lobbyists, that's right. It's all just, just, you wouldn't believe what goes on. Internal kickbacks, persuaded belief systems, belief systems like, for instance, that, hey, croc, you know, uh, chalk it up to all, to genetics. That belief system will stop the hands of time from getting anybody better. I don't know if that made sense. Stop the hands of time. You know what I mean? Literally, that belief system that it's all genes halts. It's going to halt any, any, any movement in chronic illness and autoimmune disease. It's going to halt it for a century, a century. You need to know this because when you have a belief system like it's genes, you will never look for the truth. You'll just, it just money will funnel into genes and they'll just be worried about cloning because they, they have sinister, sinister, sinister things they're doing with genes. And that's where money is piling in and piling in, piling in. And they just say, leave the chronic illness people. Just let them die. Let them die. Just tell them it's genes and just give them the steroids and just give them whatever and just let them suffer. And then it can suffer. And if they die, they die. If they live, they live. Who cares? That's how it works. Just so you know, up at the top, at the top, at the top bar, that's how it works. And I feel bad for doctors to have to be even, you know, and, you know, just, just go into the system. And they're just like, I didn't. And they go in and they didn't realize their hands are tied and they're kept busy with all kinds of jargon. Private panels of influencers, you wouldn't believe how that works. Health field payoffs are trendy traps. None of that is in the information in the show. It's the only show there is in existence on the planet and globally that actually has information. It comes from an untampered source, a clean source, advanced source. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, wait a minute, there's other alternative health shows out there. What do you mean? That information's not good. That information, like I said, has all that stuff attached to it. It has the private panel of influencers in the way back. It has the trendy traps. It has all of that, both alternative and conventional medicine. It's the only show that doesn't. So this information is pure. Gift I was given at age four, whether anybody likes it or not. I noticed that people are getting a little jealous about that. It's strange. Back when I was younger, they weren't jealous about it. They used to line up at the door at my family's house on Sunday to get readings when I was 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 years old. And no one was jealous about it. But I noticed in this internet age and the way things work right now, and I know how it all goes, people are jealous. They're jealous when you have a real gift, just like you have a real gift in your life. I'm, I, know, I know somebody who's a, an incredible painter, an incredible painter. Maybe you know, some people don't like what they're painting and think that they're not gifted, but they are. There's no question. Credible, credible painter. And, and, and this person was telling me, person was telling me that th- th- when they were painting years and years ago, there wasn't any jealousy towards this person's gift. And now there's this like jealousy 
you know, with 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 what this per how great this person's painting and all that. There's a jealousy. There's jealousy. The internet age and everything else. This person can't believe it. So whatever gift you harness or possess, because everybody has a gift, you're you know you're going to start seeing jealousy creep up out there. And this is what happens with the medical field and everything. Providing real answers really gets people pissed off out there. And you know, spirit forewarned me. My own family forewarned me when I was a child. You know, I remember my father and my mother telling me, look, you know, uh, it's probably not going to get easier and easier with this gift out there. And I'm just doing the best I can to get you the information. Pick up the medical medium books if you haven't. Thyroid Healing. Yes, Thyroid Healing. That book is really, really, really cool. Because every time I open it and I even just go in there and read what spirit had me put in there, I just, my head explodes. It's like the, the emoji with the head that blows up. It's amazing. And I say that because it's amazing to help you. I talk about PCOS in that book. That's why I'm even bringing it up. I got a little little part in that book, PCOS. But we're going into PCOS. We're going into a big time right now. So fasten your seatbelts. This is no joke. This is a serious, serious, serious talk about PCOS. And so let's get into it a little bit. Let's start now. All right. <laughs> so symptoms of PCOS or Theoretic symptoms of PCOS. This is how it works. Let's go into those a little bit. High blood pressure. That's a symptom of PCOS that they look for. High A1C, so you know insulin resistance, type 2 diabetes, depression, anxiety, acne. That's something they look for too. Okay. Hair growth in strange places or, you know, more hair growth than usual. Weight gain. Regular periods, hair loss, all these symptoms. Are these symptoms of PCOS? Are these symptoms of PCOS? This, I mean, this is how ridiculous this is. This is really going to be an eye-opening show. So these are the things they look for. So they look for insulin uh, levels. They test you for diabetes, type 2 diabetes, pre-diabetes. That's what they're concerned about. Because they're thinking people with, you know, women with PCOS, they're more prone to diabetes, diabetic issues. And are they? Are they? Or is PCOS just something that they have too? And if they didn't have it, what about all the women that are pre-diabetic that don't have PCOS? What about all the women that are pre-diabetic that, um, that would about all the women that are actually diabetic? that don't type 2 diabetes and have hair loss and even irregular periods that don't have PCOS? What about all the women that have weight weight gain? What about all the women that have acne? There's so much confusion tied up and wrapped up in here. It's insane, okay? And that's what I mean. It's like if they really cared about women, the industries really cared about women, they would organize this. They would get people on this. They would dump money in this stuff. They would dump money into helping women and figuring out symptoms and conditions with women, but they don't because the industries don't care. Doctors do. Doctors care. They care about their own, their own women. They care about their wives. They care about their daughters. They care about their patients. They do. Of course they do. I'm talking about above the doctors. The doctors always have their hands tied, most of them anyway. Um, so... The deal is, is that there's a theory. The theory is more, more androgen hormone levels rising or increasing. That's a theory. So the theory is that the, oh, 
the ovaries are being stimulated to produce a, more of a male hormone. So that's a theory that they have that they look for. And then there's a symptom of ovaries collecting pockets of fluid. So fluid-filled cysts, fluid-filled cysts. So follicles are, are forcing fluid to build and grow, and then you got these fluid-filled cysts. That's something they look for too. That's an ident identification of PCOS. So if a woman has the fluid, the fluid building around the ovaries, and then she has type 2, two diabetes, and she has something else going on, or she has, you know, insulin resistance, they package it all together that these are the symptoms here. But what about the woman who doesn't have the fluid around the cyst, but has everything else? It's just, there's a lot of confusion, great confusion. So, so science and research have locked onto one thing. They've locked onto one thing that's interesting that we're going to cover. So it, it's like they touched upon one thing, but it's that, it's like you almost... It's like you're almost there, you're almost there, and oh, no, you know, you're not, you're not, you're not. Like, you're almost there. It's like, you know, you're gonna, you're about to get there, and then, no, it's not gonna happen. It's like, it's the let down thing. It's like, you know, you know what I'm talking about. It's nonstop like that in the medical world. So, science and research locked down to one discovery, and there's low grade inflammation. They don't know why. They don't know where, of course not, because who cares? Who cares? Seriously. Because research and science doesn't care. If they did, all they have to do is just dig a little deeper and look a little harder, and then you wouldn't even need me anymore. You wouldn't even need me anymore. And maybe, you know what, maybe, maybe, hey, that would be a great thing. They had all the answers for every single illness, and they had all the answers for chronic illness, if I didn't have to constantly beat out science and research my whole life, 24-7, since I was age four, that probably would be great for me. Maybe I could just, you know, do something with my life for once. And so anyway, the bottom line is they locked on to low-grade inflammation. Low-grade inflammation. So that's, that's important. That's important to understand in the reproductive system. So mystery has it. Eureka, low-grade inflammation. We don't know what it is. Spirit and I know what it is, but we don't know what it is, science and research. That's how they look at it. But it's there. And the theory is, the theory is, too, that you can get this other, other thing happening, liver inflammation randomly occurring. Another discovery. Another, another discovery that they're kind of putting together the dots so they got all these symptoms, all these conditions, okay? All these symptoms and all these conditions. And then they have, with that, a couple of other things thrown in there. But if, if they knew what the cause was for all these symptoms and conditions, they would have this down. They would know what's going on. They would know what to do. They would know what it is. But the problem is they don't even know what causes type 2 diabetes. They don't even know what causes type 2 diabetes. Okay, that's number one. That's number one. They don't know what causes high blood pressure. Science and research doesn't know what causes high blood pressure, meaning someone without a heart problem. They don't know what causes it. They don't know what causes depression, 
They don't know what causes anxiety. So think about this. All the symptoms and conditions listed as, as being part of PCOS, they don't have the cause in science and research for someone with or without PCOS, someone with or without um, fluid around the ovaries, someone with or without androgen levels being uh, increasing from the ovary. Okay? So what I'm saying, regardless or not, they don't have answers for high blood pressure. They don't have answers for high A1C. They don't have a, a, um, science research doesn't understand depression, have a single answer for depression, not one that makes sense and is real and legit. Or anxiety, science research has no idea what causes anxiety and probably will never, no matter what, even I could do a million shows on anxiety. I can put out books on anxiety. I'll probably just ignore it. Why thousands and thousands and tens of thousands recover from their anxiety and get the right information. Okay, and the reason why, there's no, there's no money in it when the answer is given to you. There's no money in it. There's no, there's no, all that stuff that happens I talk about at the beginning of the show. Acne, they don't know what causes acne. Science and research doesn't know what causes acne. Just for the record, they don't. We've explored it on the show. If you're a, a, if you're, if you're a listener to the show, or if you, you know, if you've, you know, you know the stuff that I put out there, then you know. Okay, they know the cause of hair growth. So, so hair growth in random places or excessive hair growth in women hurt to it's them, or you know, just just hair popping up in places. They got an idea, and that's the androgen hormone. So they got that one. Weight gain, they still don't know. I mean, they'll just think it's you know a bad diet and no exercise, or they'll think someone's just eating too much. They'll think someone's eating too much. Something blamed on women forever, ever. Women aren't allowed to eat. They're not allowed to eat. They're still not allowed to eat. Because if a, if a woman's eating too much, whether it's a fancy dinner somewhere at a gathering or whether it's home, if, if a woman's eating too much, all eyes are on that in this, in this day and age. Still in this day and age. It's, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Um, so hair loss, they still don't know what causes hair loss. Science and research has no idea, no idea. And I don't care who the doctor is. They have no idea unless they have the right information that, that we've been putting out spirit and I, okay. They don't know what causes the level of insulin rising. They think it's sugar. They think it's sugar that causes insulin to rise. That's not true. It's not sugar. Sugar's not the cause. I talked about that in Medical Medium Book 1. Science of Research, um, oh, face it, Science of Research doesn't even know what causes regular heart disease. So this is just, and there's other symptoms too that can be chalked up to PCOS. There's other symptoms too that can, that can be blamed on PCOS. But Science of Research doesn't know what any of those symptoms are. So I love when they package them up and they throw it into a PCOS bag. And meanwhile, women all have those symptoms without any signs of any kind of ovary problems. Without any of that. Depression, anxiety, elevated blood sugar, high A1C, you know, the whole bit, hair loss, weight gain, 
all of that, irregular periods too, including acne, all of that, even hair growth without an increase of androgen levels, without the increase of androgen levels, hair growth. Yeah. Then what's causing that? What's causing hair, hair growth? Someone that's not, that when you're not detecting androgen levels, it's a mess. It's a hot mess in the industries. It's so bad. It's so bad. It's frightening. Look, I have to tell you because if I don't tell you, you're just going to walk around and you're just going to be not know and you can get sucked into stuff and that's what happens. You can get sucked into stuff. You can get sucked into stuff. And it's frightening. I've seen even the best practitioners, the best doctors in the alternative movement offering things to people. People have had to come to me. They're being offered things that are entirely opposite of what they need and what their condition really is. I still see it every single day. It's unbelievable. So so when it comes down to PCOS, what are they closest to understanding to anything about PCOS? The low-grade inflammation that occurs in the reproductive system. Now, they think signs of research will be just, oh, that's a body attacking itself. That's genes in the body attacking itself. But that's not how it works at all. And that's not right on any level. So they got the low-grade inflammation tag going on. And so they're, you're, they're on to something. They're actually on to something. But it's never going to go anywhere. Ever, ever, ever. So, you know, 50 years go by. The next generation, 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 three, four generations, whatever 60 years goes by, three, four generations of women entering puberty or just in their their young adulthood, developing or getting diagnosed with PCOS with no answers to come is what's going to occur. And this is a prime example. So so what do we do? What's going on with PCOS? What's happening? PCOS has everything to do with the liver with the liver, so a woman's liver, and what's inside the liver. And this is, this is another thing, too. They see the inflammation in livers, too, with women with PCOS. They do see that as well. So that occurs. So it has everything to do with the liver. It's a big part of it. It's actually a big part of it, but it has everything to do with the reproductive system, too, to some degree, as far as the fluid-filled, the fluid around the ovaries, the fluid in the fluid around the ovaries is a virus called the Epstein-Barr. The Epstein-Barr is the common virus for PCOS. It is the cause of PCOS. It's what I put in the thyroid book. If I had a thyroid book in front of me right now, I, I could read the PCOS section. Um, so, But you should when you get a chance. You should. And Epstein-Barr is a virus that enters into the liver very early on. It could it could be passed down from the family, um, literally right from birth. It, it could, you could get it anywhere. You can get it in preschool. You can get it in daycare. You can get it anywhere. A child, a baby can get it. It's pretty easy to pick up the Epstein-Barr virus. Almost everybody has it as far as in the U.S., also globally it's not it's it's everywhere so but it has the potential of 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 going after the ovaries attacking the ovaries that's the that's what it does it has the potential of doing that 
And when it does that, the fluid will build up around the ovaries. This is from a viral infection. That viral infection prompts your immune system to be elevated on the lookout for this virus. The immune system doesn't attack the ovaries. So your white blood cells can't attack your ovaries. But they're mindful and they're out and about looking for viral material. Now, there are antibodies undiscovered for this ovarian syndrome. Okay, so so just hear this out for a second here, okay? With, with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, which by the way, women with PCOS all get thyroid problems. They all get thyroid problems because they have the Epstein-Barr and the Epstein-Barr is, 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 is causes low thyroid and hyperthyroid. It causes low thyroid, hyperthyroid. Talk about all that in thyroid healing. The Epstein-Barr goes into the thyroid and causes all this. So women with PCOS, whether at the very beginning around puberty or even earlier or any time, any time the Epstein-Barr's in their system could eventually go after the thyroid at some point. So you, you have to know how that works. So with PCOS, I mean, the ovarian fluid, that going on there, that's from the virus. Now, you, you can't put all those other symptoms in a PCOS bag. It's wrong to do that. They all have some, they have similarities. There's reasons for them all. But you can't just throw them all together and say, well, that's what a PCOS person goes through. That's why. That's why to praise PCOS. Uh, someone with PCOS can be skinny and thin. Someone with PCOS can be overweight. It depends how much Epstein-Barr is inside the liver. And, of course, foods matter. But the foods that you're feeding the Epstein-Barr with inside the liver matter. So when you take away certain foods, there could be a big difference to your weight loss because you're not feeding the virus. So I, I, we're going to go into this a little deeper. I mean, it's, it's, it's a little complicated, but simple, but simple, 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 simple. So what they recommend out there is low-calorie diets, meaning low-calorie from carbohydrates. So they want you on no carbohydrates. So what they do is they put women on the same old high-fat diet. They put them on high-fat, the trendy high-fat diets out there to try to lose weight. They get them exercising. Some women lose weight. Some women gain more weight. Some women really just they tire out, they get sick because they got no sugar at all to run their body, they got no sugar to run their cells, they got no sugar to run their organs, their adrenals collapse, and then they run into that where the high trendy fat diet just literally destroys them. And that happens all the time with women, especially with low-grade Epstein-Barr, because when you're dealing with PCOS and you're dealing with the fluid around the, the fluid-filled cysts or the fluid that actually impacts the ovary, when you're dealing with that, you have a viral infection. You have a low-grade inflammation that's caused, caused by a virus. Now, antibodies. There's an antibody that they've discovered that has something to do with Hashimoto's. They haven't discovered all the antibodies with Hashimoto's. They've only discovered one. They haven't discovered all the antibodies. There's all kinds of antibodies running through the body that the immune system creates, that your white blood cells create. The white blood cells happen to be adjacent, and they happen to be revved up and they happen to be around the reproductive system 
because they're releasing an antibody that hasn't been discovered by research and science yet. That antibody is released not to harm the body, but to go after the Epstein-Barr virus, to go after the Epstein-Barr virus. The science and research are discovering, you know, lab technicians, science and research discovering there's some inflammation going on, some chronic low-grade inflammation, but they're not connecting the dots. They have no way of knowing, no way of whatever, because we're 100 years from even knowing anything. Maybe 20 years from now, they'll discover the antibody and they'll be like, okay, wait a minute, there's an antibody to PCOS, but chances are they might not because they're passing everything off to genetic to such a degree that they're dropping chronic illness like never before on their agenda. So they're just putting it in the back seat like they've never done before in history. We had this time in the 80s when, when genes didn't take over as far as, as the theory, as the, as the fall guy. And in the 80s, they were moving forward with some research and science towards chronic illness. The minute they started getting close and closer and closer, started really in the 60s, they started getting closer and closer. It was all shut down and pushed back. And genes then, then are taking over and the chronic and then autoimmune, the body attacking itself took over. Because the closer they got to real answers for women with chronic illness and men, it was too frightening for the industries because it meant a tremendous amount of money lost. Tremendous amount of gains lost. So this is serious stuff. So on the chronic illness in the re reproductive system, it's the Epstein-Barr. It's a variety of Epstein-Barr that tends to go to the reproductive system. A lot of times in, with women, Epstein-Barr heads the reproductive system, goes into the uterus. It goes in, it, it, it attacks the ovaries. It heads into different places in the and the reproductive system. This is this also creates mystery pregnancy problems, miscarriages. It's not the thyroid that causes miscarriages. It's not the ovarian syndrome, PCOS, that causes miscarriages and pregnancy problems. It's the viral infection causing pregnancy problems, mis miscarriages, inability to become pregnant, and the dysfunction that's happening with the ovary. It's the virus causing that. It's not a mystery. It's a mystery to research and science, but it's not a mystery over here. So it's the virus. And just so you know, I've known this since I was a kid because spirit's always known advanced information. It's not like spirit learned this information yesterday and now, hey, by the way, Anthony, uh, I... Uh, I'm getting information now on PCOS right here in 2000 and whatever we're in. No, seven, eight years old, someone walked in front of me with fluid-filled cysts in their ovaries. Spirit said, this is what it is. Nothing's changed at all with the advanced information you're hearing today than if I was talking to somebody when I was nine years old. That's how it's always been. So just so you know what's going on. I've never put that in the book either. I should actually talk about that in the book because it's a whole thing behind that. You'd be just blown away, I think. I mean, it blows me away when I stand back and I look and I say, Spirit, I don't know how you do this. Amazing. Because Spirit's amazing. Not me. I'm just a big pain in the butt. Okay, so the bottom line is this. Here we go. Understand this. So... You got an antibody that's not discovered by science and research. The antibody is trying to go after the virus, so it's trying to do its job. That's what's happening there. Nobody knows about it, whatever, fine. You got a virus that's attacking the ovary, causing fluid. The fluid is a weapon, is the ovaries 
resistance. It's the resistance. That's what the fluid is. The fluid is to try to stop the virus. It's released as if you had the flu in your throat and mucus was forming to be released to try to stop the flu virus. The ovaries releasing mucus, the ovaries releasing mucus, that fluid isn't water. It's mucus. So the ovaries bleeding mucus, leaching mucus, and and, and and around the ovary to stop the virus, to trap the virus, to try to shut it down, to try to tangle it up. And then they become cystic sometimes with some women where it's not just these, these bubbly pockets of mucus. Instead, it's it's more than that. It becomes then sometimes the, the, you, be, you get the cysts involved too. And Epstein-Barr creates ovarian cysts that are not fluid-filled too. It also does that. A lot of times with women, they have PCOS. They got the fluid-filled stuff, and then they get the ovarian hard cysts later on down the road, too. That's always optional with Epstein-Barr. So the, the, the ovaries are trying to protect itself, to protect themselves. That's a defense mechanism. At the same time, you got an antibody that hasn't been discovered floating around trying to get to the virus to stop it and you got white blood cells trying to look for the virus to to tag it there's a lot going on what does science and research say oh just some chronic low-grade inflammation you eat too much you better lose weight better go on a high fat no carb diet um you know this is genetic uh you're you know whatever on and on it goes, stupidity, stupidity at the best clinics, at the best medical clinics there are, the best conventional medical clinics there are, you would think they'd have godly, godly information for women to heal with real, real information. But no, no, it's just earth, earthly, stupid, human crap, bureaucracy, crap paid for, bought, just, 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 you know, thrown on women. Just, just, that's the way it is. And it's sad. So, and and I, I get I get passionate to get emotional about this for a reason, because women suffer with this, like emotionally, mentally, not just physically. It's all of it. And you know, and 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 then the people around them, the, their family, and you know, their spouses and their partners, and just all of it. It's it's there's nothing easy about it. So it's insulting to where we are and how they treat women with this and how it's done. Sure, doctors are nice. Their hands are tied. It's the industry above them I talk about. Always know that. Always know that. I'm sure there's some doctors out there with some bad bedside manner. Sure, whatever. But I'm just saying, overall, it's the industry. The bottom line here is that we have to do something about it. So let's cover some of these other – we've got to cover some of these other symptoms too. That's what we need to do. Acne. First of all, acne. When you have Epstein-Barr, you also have strep, streptococcus. Acne's caused by strep. That's what causes acne. It gets, it's in the liver. It goes up through the lymphatic system. Then it goes up underneath the derma, and it sits there, sits there, and sits there. And it works its way up. Acne is what, it, it, acne is strep. Women with PCOS, meaning an ovary problem because they're fighting Epstein-Barr, have acne. Because they're going to have strep too. Research and science is so far from that. It's unbelievable to this degree. To this degree. Um, 
Irregular periods. Of course, it can be irregular periods. When you have Epstein-Barr, reproductive systems go irregular. It happens all the time. Weight gain. That's the liver. That's the liver causing that. Because what happens is for the reproductive system to be like this because of the fact that Epstein-Barr is present, it means you had it your whole life. All the way since childhood, the sluggish liver occurs. That sluggish liver occurs in a lot of women. They'll have one or two varieties of Epstein-Barr inside the liver. And they also have other gunk in the liver too. And the high-fat diets really burden the liver too because everybody's on a high-fat diet all the way from birth on. All the way from birth on. I mean, not birth, sorry. After the breast milk, which is low-fat, it's high. We, we, we all push high-fat diet. The, the human nature does that or whatever the industry is. It's all high-fat, high-fat. Under the hidden guise of high-protein, by the way. So the weight gain is the sluggish, stagnant liver. That's a liver problem. Hence, why you could even have inflammation discovered by science and research. Why they discovered inflammation in the liver and they've associated that with PCOS cases. Because, duh, it's the Epstein-Barr inside the liver causing the liver to be stagnant, sluggish, and toxic. And what happens then is the weight gain occurs because of the liver condition. This is just some symptoms same thing with the diabetes. That's a liver condition, the diabetes. Insulin resistance because your liver runs out of glucose, so it can't protect you anymore. It can't release glu- glu- the glucose into your bloodstream to protect you anymore. And then, and then when you're dumping all this high fat into your body and high fat into your bloodstream, you get insulin resistance. And then when you even eat a piece of sugar, the insulin, the insulin resistance shows itself. It shows itself. I talked about this on the diabetes show. It's not the sugar that does it. It's all the high fat and the sluggish liver and the liver dysfunction. Same thing with cholesterol problems. It's the liver dysfunction, all because of Epstein-Barr. That's how it works. Um, I'm just going over some of these, some of these, so the whole bit. And then, you know, what's really disturbing about the whole thing with PCOS is the diets that they recommend for it. First of all, treatment, birth control, that's the treatment. Oh, birth control, there's the treatment, great. Progestin, there's the treatment, great. Um, diabetic drugs, there's the treatment, great. Um, you know, that, that, that's the treatment right there. That's what we have. Here we are right now, what year we're in, where are we? And that's the treatment right there. That's the big, big discovery. That's where science and research is. Here's birth control, a steroid to try to suppress your viral symptoms. They don't know that. They don't know that that's trying to suppress viral symptoms because that's what it is. Now, I'm not making fun of birth control. I mean, I'm not razzing on it. It's what it is. Birth control is, it's, it's, it's a variety of steroids. It's a certain batch of steroids. It's a certain combination. It's a certain chemical balance of hormones, which are steroids. And the reason why they even see some results with that is because when you have a viral infection and a chronic viral infection, steroids tend to numb it out, meaning reduce the inflammation, calm things down so that everything's not going chaotic and crazy. But research and science doesn't even acknowledge, they don't even know that that's what they're using it for. That's how backwards we are. And so treatment is... Really now, just, okay, you get these trendy trendy clinics, conventional medical clinics with doctors in there, and like, okay, you got to go high fat, you got to go no carb, you can't get sugar in you, we got to get you exercising, here's, here's birth control, 
and this is you're going to have this the rest of your life. You're never going to you know have babies, and you know, and you're going to have to get used to it. We have a counselor here at the uh, clinic. Talk to the counselor, make appointments. You're spending thousands and thousands of dollars. You didn't even get a real answer to what the illness is. And then when you try to ask the doctor, what is this? Doctor says, well, you know, we just think it's genetic. And maybe maybe it even could be the body attacking itself, but probably just all genetic in this situation. And then you go to your counselor, you're spending all this money, all this money. Not everybody has health insurance, not everybody has good health insurance. Some people have terrible, terrible health insurance. Some people, they can't even use their health insurance. Or a lot of people can't because they can't even meet the, the required whatever. So it's like the bottom line is is then you're just you're just, that's it. That's it. There you are, where we are today with womankind. I mean, come on. It's unbelievable when you think about it. Okay, so what do we need to do? We need to go after the virus 100%. We need to attack and kill the virus. Can it work? Yes, it can work. Can you get rid of PCOS? Yes, you can, meaning you can get rid of the ovarian syndrome part of it, and you can get rid of most all other symptoms too. You do all the right stuff. One of the most disastrous things you can do with PCOS or anybody diagnosed with PCOS or with diabetes or with any of the symptoms I talked about before is eating high fat is eating that. All it does is bog your liver down, make it worse and worse and worse, make things worse, eventually switch your weight to not losing it anymore because that's kind of like the ketogenic method where you take all your sugar away, you eat all this high fat, you start losing weight, you exercise, and then guess what? You blow up and you gain the most weight you've ever done in history five years later, three years later with still having PCOS, still having symptoms, still having to be on everything else. So what can you do? You can do something. I promise you, you can. First thing is first, you got to go on an antiviral protocol. You have to. You have to go on an antiviral protocol. Talk to your practitioner. Get somebody to help you with this, okay? And you want to do some cat's claw. Very helpful with this because cat's claw will go and start to seek out the cat's claw's phytochemicals that are poison to viruses like Epstein-Barr and, and quite frankly, poison to strep, which causes acne. And... And so, you know, it's the confusion they don't even understand because all people with PCOS end up with thyroid problems too. It's all kind of in, in it's all part of the Epstein bar. And all these different symptoms occur from the liver, the Epstein bar in the liver, all these different symptoms occur in everything. And they just don't even understand any of this. It's amazing. So when it comes down to the diet, we'll talk about more about supplements in a minute too. When it comes down to the diet, you want to be low fat and you want fruit in your diet. They keep fruit away from women. The very thing that heals the reproductive system, the very thing that can actually give a woman a chance to have a healthy baby is fruit for the reproductive system. A baby is a fruit, is a fruit of the reproductive system. That's what that it's every flower. The reproductive system is this flower is what it is. And then it gets pollinated, right? <laughs> and so that's the whole point. That's the whole point. And, and you have to eat fruit. You need the antioxidants. You need the sugars to feed the reproductive system, but starve out the virus, the Epstein-Barr virus, because that's what it does. The fruit also restores the glucose glycogen rest, um, storage banks of the liver. So the adrenals get stronger. So the weight drops. That's critical. But you got to keep the fats down low. Here's the great disaster about PCOS. Eggs. They tell women to eat more eggs. Lots of eggs. Eggs are disastrous. They feed the Epstein-Barr. They make PCOS worse. So worse. So bad. 
It's unbelievable. It's it's the most frightening, frightening recommendation is eggs for a woman with PCOS, dairy products, cheese. They'll leave they'll leave their the you know, they'll leave the doctor's office going to buy cheese and the doctor might be like, Oh no, get hard cheeses though. Quality hard cheeses. Unbelievable. And oh be on eggs, yep, be on high protein, make sure lots of chicken. Chicken's the worst thing, the worst thing for PCOS. I would consider going even plant-based with PCOS, at least for a time in your life for a little while. And then, or, and if you can't do that, you can do a little chicken, but a little bit, or a little, because you're not going to make room for the foods that actually knock out the Epstein-Barr and heal the liver so you can get rid of your, 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 your high blood pressure, get rid of your high A1C, get rid of your prediabetes, get rid of your type 2 diabetes, get rid of your PCOS, get rid of your acne, get rid of all of it. I would consider even plant-based for a while. And it has nothing to do with my belief system here or there or whatever because I don't buy into any belief system there is. It's what's right for the person, what's wrong with them, and what you need to do and what's happening. And with the Epstein-Barr getting into the ovary and doing that – in the reproductive system, you want to starve it out. And in order to starve it out, you need all the good stuff. You want the heavy metal detox smoothie because it's got the, the Vimergy barley grass in there. It's got the spirulina. It's got all these, the Hawaiian spirulina. It's got the Atlantic sea dolls. It's got the wild blueberries. It's got the cilantro. You pull metals out of the reproductive system because metals feed, also feed the Epstein bar and cause it to get stronger. You pull that out of your system. You get that. The spirulina feeds, feeds the ovaries so they can get stronger, so they can actually fight the virus itself. That's incredibly important. You get the cat's claw in you. You're going you're going against Epstein-Barr, so you need the L-lysine. You need some zinc. All you can get this off the directory, meaning the right kinds, you know where, where to go. is the medical medium website for the directory. I don't sell these, but they're there, so you can go and you can know which ones. You get the lysine. You get that. You get the vitamin C. Vitamin C is incredible for PCOS. You get that one there too. That's amazing. Raspberry leaf's incredible for PCOS. Lots and lots of nettle leaf. Tons and tons of nettle leaf is great for PCOS. Lemon balm's great for PCOS. These are all great. Um, it's it. This is some of the focus. You don't have to be no fat. You can have a little avocado. You can have some hemp seeds. You can have some pumpkin seeds. You can have a few walnuts. You can do things like that, but you have to have enough fruits and vegetables to help heal the problem. So that means you got to lower the chicken. You got to lower the turkey. You got to lower the red meat, whether it's grass fed or free range or whatever. You got to lower them because the high fat content fills up the blood, clogs up the liver. The, the virus thrives in the liver. When the virus thrives in the liver, it's going to thrive in the reproductive, reproductive system. It's going to thrive in the ovaries. And when you have that, you can't even go after it. So when the chronic inflammation that they're detecting is viral caused, your body's, your body's trying to go after this virus. And if you clog up the blood and everything else in the reproductive system with high fats and your liver gets sluggish and it's clogged up with high fats, you can't even go after it. And when you lower your fat and you bring in more fruits and more salads and more spinach and lots of cilantro and parsley and you bring all this in and tomatoes, lots of fresh tomatoes. Tomatoes are so incredibly important for the reproductive system for PCOS. You can not only reduce the fluid levels around the ovaries and drop the cysts and reduce cysts around the ovaries. Not only can you do that, but you can also do more than that. You can get rid of diabetes. You can get rid of high blood pressure, cholesterol that could come in the future, high cholesterol. You can get rid of all of that. You can get rid of your acne. You can get rid of your hair loss. You can stop the growth of hair in the wrong places that are happening to women with the, that are worried about PCOS and hair growth. You can even turn that around. 
and you get what you get the apples in you every day apples you get peaches when they're out nectarines you get the the kiwis you get the plums you get anything like that you get the 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 mangoes you get the the melons you get the celery juice every single day which really helps ovaries and reproductive system the mineral salts strip down viruses such as ebv kill it and destroy it you get the celery juice you get the cucumber juice you get all of that and in you every day, you have cucumber, tomato, avocado salads. You make some guacamole. You throw some hemp seeds on your salads. You do that. You have cucumbers. You have tomatoes. You have celery sticks on your salads. Throw some mushrooms if you like mushrooms. Get some baby portobellos. Chop them up. Throw it on the salad. If you're worried about fungus, mushrooms kill bad fungus in the intestinal tract. It's like versus like when it comes down to mushrooms. Get chaga. That's amazing for Epstein-Barr in the liver. Get the Vimraji Chaga mushroom. I love that. I use it all the time, the Vimraji Chaga mushroom. Get that in you. It actually cleans out the liver, cleans out the Epstein bar of the liver and out of the thyroid. And it helps the reproductive system. So you go on the Chaga every single day. Do a couple of teaspoons of that. Make a Chaga tea. Make a, you know, pour hot water and make a Chaga tea. All that's incredible. I would go on some t- turmeric too and do turmeric in your juice. Do the turmeric ginger shot. Incredible for PCOS. And then when you got all the butter leaf lettuce and red leaf lettuce and you put all your tomatoes on top and you make this beautiful salad and you throw your avocado on there and don't throw eggs on there because that will feed the virus and make PCOS so much worse and you don't want to do that. If all this is scary, listen to the show over and over again and get the kind of like, you know, stop it and start it again and try to get the information, write it down. If all this is scary and you don't want to reduce your animal proteins to once a day, because I would, if you're a big animal protein person, I would reduce it to once a day if you love chicken and chicken's all you eat do it once a day do avocados and salad on the other time you're supposed to eat and do snacks in between a handful of nuts your celery sticks apple slices all the time if you want some dried fruit you do a few raisins or something or whatever and you can just you can do this you could do dates i would do smoothies banana blueberry smoothies on top of your wild blue i would do your wild blueberry smoothie then later on in the day have a banana blueberry smoothie and you can get rid of PCOS, meaning you can kill off and start killing off your Epstein-Barr virus. Go get the Thyroid Healing Book and check out all the supplements right there, all the supplements in the Thyroid Healing Book, and start incorporating them. Bring that to your doctor and practitioner. Get some answer, meaning get, get some help, I mean, from your doctor to take those supplements if you want and start bringing them in because it'll start killing the Epstein-Barr behind PCOS. And you know what? You do all this and you're doing a little walking or you're doing a little light exercise and you've increased your fruits and vegetables, and you lowered your fat, you're going to get rid of prediabetes. You're going to get rid of the ovarian swelling. You're going to get rid of things, and you're going to be able to have a baby and move forward and start healing, 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 healing. And it's really critical. And having these answers is so important. And so we're towards the end of the show now. I hope we got some information. Um, Spirit and I got some information to you so you understand PCOS the best you can. And, and uh, we take one day at a time. I'm always going to do more shows and more shows about the same topics as time goes on because, you know, it, it's good to remind people. But we're going to do new shows too, but whatever. Listen, I stand behind you. I love you guys. I love everybody out there that's listening. Just know that my heart's with you. You know, you're just you're, – you're so amazing, every one of you. And thank you for all that you've done, all that you struggled with, all that you're doing, all that you're learning Take one day at a time. I got your back. Love you dearly. Bye.